Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Markets. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we know it's important to stay ahead of inflation. We think about where interest rates are going and what this means for markets. Pipeline companies may offer inflation protection through the energy transition. We identify other sectors with the ability to maintain their margins when prices are rising. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to explain why Democrats are partly to blame for high energy prices. ...the production of oil. So it wasn't until... It's, it hasn't even been a year from where we're many members of Congress, 26 members of the House. I don't know if you're one of them uh, voted uh, to, to try to uh, a bill to ban fracking as well as oil and natural gas exports. Were you one of the 26 House Democrats that voted to, uh, to ban fracking as well as uh, oil and, and gas production? Look. The question is, is the, are the, what are the no, oil no. companies doing? Uh, yes, <laughs> I, 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 am, I am against fracking. I think it's a real problem. That's Joe Kerner from CNBC's Squawk Box trying to get Representative Jan Schakowsky, Democrat from Illinois, to say whether she's one of 24 House Democrats who only a year ago voted to ban fracking. It's probably not a vote that sits comfortably with at least some of them right now. And yes, she was one of the 24 who voted against fracking. Fracking has a long history in the U.S., The technique has been known for decades, but it's only over the past 15 years that it's been refined so as to allow U.S. companies to access oil and gas that was previously thought unreachable. To show you how vital this has been to America, consider Chenier, our leading exporter of liquefied natural gas, or LNG, was originally focused on building import terminals because America was believed to be running out of natural gas. So we were getting ready to import it. Because fracking unlocked huge amounts of cheap natural gas, Chenier's original business plan was scrambled. There would be no need to import natural gas now that fracking was producing so much of it right here. So Chenier pivoted and began building LNG export terminals. Just suppose the U.S. had banned fracking a decade ago. We would not be energy independent. We would be importing natural gas. We might even be importing it from Russia. We'd be paying the high prices Europeans are, sometimes as much as 10 times the U.S. price. And we would be relying on other countries for our energy. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. So, yeah, and, and, and starting and starting with what we can do on day one around public lands, right? There's Vice President Kamala Harris during the campaign saying she wanted to ban fracking on public land. Although, as it turns out, in America, most oil and gas production takes place on private land. But, kiddo, I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree, but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to There's a familiar voice during the campaign saying he was going to end fossil fuels. It's to America's benefit that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have not been as successful at energy policy as they promised their primary voters. Otherwise, we'd be in a big mess. No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those. 
Democrats have had a tough time with energy policy. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has had a huge impact on commodity prices. And I think it's hard to pin that one on the Democrats. But before that, they had helped create a hostile atmosphere for traditional energy companies. Voters understand that you can't ban the Keystone XL pipeline on your first day in office as a poorly conceived political stunt and then expect energy executives to feel real good about committing billions of dollars to increase output over several years. Democrats are demonizing energy companies for benefiting from high oil price today, but part of the reason they're high is because the president has said he wants to phase out fossil fuels. That doesn't sound like a reason to invest in growing your output, and so companies haven't. Everybody needs to remember that the energy policies Democrats have promoted are bad for America. The problem with fossil fuels is not the supply, it's the demand. Making enemies of the industry that provides reliable energy just makes them more cautious about investing. Democrats should be focusing on the demand side. The problem is we all use fossil fuels. Why aren't Democrats promoting policies to reduce demand instead of impede supply? Why aren't they taking on the Sierra Club and pushing for more nuclear? Why aren't they championing more natural gas use so as to burn less coal? It cuts emissions and it cuts pollution too. They're not doing these things because they don't think their support will make the case. I don't hear them doing that at all. Instead, their policies would have us relying on foreigners for energy. This never looked to be in our national interest. After Russia's invasion of Ukraine, it most clearly is not. The events of the past few weeks have exposed a complete absence of any hard thinking in Democrat energy policies. We're considering importing oil from Venezuela. We're looking at importing additional crude from Canada by rail, even though we could have had an additional pipeline. They're awful. When a Democrat tells you he wants to discuss energy policy, first make sure that he's accepted that their past attempts at energy policy were failures, otherwise just run the other way. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Markets. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and follow us on Twitter, at Simon Lack.